0: I'm here with Ed, we're a couple of cranky old men in training, talking about how it used to be. Ed, anything to add before we tell everyone where they can find us?
1: No, I just, I'm really looking forward to today's uh, episode, a nice little trip down memory lane that I think a lot of people will enjoy. Excellent, yes.
0: And if you enjoy us, remember you can find us wherever you get your podcasts,
1: including Spotify,
0: Apple, Google, like us, rate us give us feedback comments we'd love to hear from you we'll even shout you out if you want so we are going down memory lane ed and what we're talking about is what happened to those teen movies that were a little less than uh, wholesome we had plenty of those rated r comedies
1: when we were growing up and they are gone Ed, what are yep. some
0: of your favorites
1: yeah, I really wanted to discuss this topic because you know, there's still rated R movies today. I just don't think they're the same. Uh they're, they're you know, maybe they're rated R because of drug use or or uh, or language or uh, I don't even know what the hell else they get their radar R movies for. But back in the day, I mean when we were kids, the only way you could see a naked woman was watching these stupid movies. And so I think there's a list of movies here that I definitely watched. I couldn't tell you anything about those movies other than who was probably making it, but, but there are a couple that were just classics and, and, and stood the test of time. But, you know, I think my all time favorite movie and, and this is one that I actually watched and I'll watch again because it's a great movie is fast times at Ridgemont high, but Phoebe Cates in that movie. I mean, who, what young man does not remember that scene.
0: I mean, and not only is that scene fantastic from a uh, rest point of view, but it's fantastic because it's literally telling you, hey, guess what you should be doing right now during this scene in this movie? Like, It's like, yes, this is what you should be doing, kids. Um, and then the rest of the movie, like you said, this is a movie that is good. I mean, Sean Penn launches his career. Um And the truth of the matter is like, oh, yes, I always love my, you know, the teacher was I love my bad kids because you're the ones who come back and and save the next group of bad kids. Uh, Just so much. It is a great, funny movie um, with a great breast scene that we just probably for better, honestly, because you can put more good in the movie, have gone away from these movies that are just purely like porkies. I couldn't tell you what it was about at all, other than that there's that there's that there was naked women in it and that's why as a 12 year old 13 year old whatever it is we've got to sneak and watch the rated R movie
1: so so you're going you're going too fast before we get the porkies let's go back to fast times real quick so you made a point about that scene with phoebe cates two things on that scene one every time moving in stereo by the cars comes on the radio i blast it because and i have good memories let's just put it that way but the second thing is Bobby, you might've been a little more advanced than me. It actually took me a couple of years before I actually realized what Brad was doing. (laughs) (laughs) the Came out of the pool. So, you know, good on you, bad on me. uh, But that's a great scene now that I actually know what it meant, you know? Well, I'm not saying I knew what it meant the first time. Uh, (laughs) I can't tell you that I did. I can
0: only tell you that eventually I did. And that was just, and then it became a, that's a great movie bit to do. Like, Here's the scene that you're watching to do this for, and you're doing it along with the character. Like, that is
1: brilliant <laughs> filmmaking uh, when you look back at it as an adult. And go,
0: ah, look at
1: look what they did there. Yeah, and, and just, the, I mean, just the, the fact when they wrecked the, the, the football player's car and spicoli says that his dad's a TV repairman, he can fix it, he's got a box of tools. And then how they fixed it is they made it look like it was vandalized by the other team. That was just... yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, great. Great stuff. I mean, you get to other like like you said, this is a you know, whatever happened to. It. And, then, and then like you get to other movies about like that senior year experience, and then you get the oh my goodness, the name's escaping me. But the original, all right, all right, all right. And it's more of a movie, more of a and that's what we're talking
1: about. Like it went to something different, not that Dazed that's and con- confused. Not, not that d- dazed and confused. There was no gratuitous nudity in that movie, right? So that's, the, exactly. that's why it's not on this list right and that's the thing that's how it went somewhere else it went away now
0: probably today's kids it went to the internet i don't know what happened to kids in the 90s
1: because it wasn't there american pie does not have nearly as much yeah but that's when the internet first came out but you know let's go to porky's now you talked about that that was another one that just had a you know again as a young kid growing up had just a lot of great stuff but i will tell you that that one shower scene i still probably get nightmares from that one i mean when the uh when the gym teacher came in and said, <laughs> the, "All the girls, first of all, nobody showers in school anymore." Okay, that's the first off. all. Right, like that no. stopped like twenty years ago. And then, when that teacher comes in and starts yanking, oh, it still hurts. <laughs> that I, I, I remember Porky's more for wanting
0: to see it and finally seeing the scenes, but I couldn't even tell you what the scenes were. Like I just know that the Porky's movies were all about you got to see the movie just for these scenes. I don't like you probably said, right? The story. I don't even know what the movie's about. Not a clue what the story of Porky's or any of the sequels
1: are about. And I've seen them all. Yeah. And I think Porky's most famous thing now is that, that uh, Kim Cattrall from uh, sex in the city was in that movie. Hey,
0: she went to HBO and continued to give us plenty of nakedness.
1: Yes, she did. So after, after, uh, porky's where you went i think another classic movie that had some gratuitous uh stuff for young kids in it young boys and just was all around funny movie was revenge of the nerds so now this is a a great movie so i don't remember
0: which year it was because i know that superstore storm sandy was up north but the but it didn't crush us down south jersey as much The year before, there was another one. I think it was Rita that may have actually affected us more. But one of those two years, my office we decided uh, was a company's big on Halloween, and our theme was going to be Revenge of the Nerds. So I went and I said, "I'm going to watch this movie again, so that we can figure out what to take, who the characters are, what costumes, what to build around the office." Um, And I and it was. It was a woman who had come up with the theme for the movie for the for the, and I went back to her. I was like, I don't know what scene you can take from this from this movie.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say you said I'm going to be Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I might have been, but there was like <laughs> not a scene
0: in that movie that wasn't that would be acceptable to put in an office party now. It was unreal how. Like I can't even imagine that movie still getting a rated R. Like I feel like that would get the the NC17 rating just because of how rapey it is, how perverted it is, how just off the wall it is by today's standards. Forget just the gratuitous nudity. Everything about it was
1: the homophobic, not, the the bullying. Yeah, there's there's just a lot of stuff in that movie. Yes. Yes. It was
0: so, you know, the nerds do it better scene where he comes out, the Darth Vader scene you're talking about, yeah. like that is not something you can, she thinks she's sleeping with one guy. She's sleeping with another guy. You can't, you can't do that in a movie today and have it be acceptable. Um, and so that's part of another thing of where these movies went. They went to a place where they did things that today's sensibilities say you can't do in a, in a, in a movie that,
1: is uh for people <laughs> for people <laughs> yeah so you know we, we got a couple of the classics there then, then then we can go a little deeper like so i guess the first one that i watched when i was growing up now here's the amazing thing it seems as though all these movies came out in like 83 84 like who would have ever known that that was like the sweet spot now maybe it's the sweet spot because that's when we we're like 12 years old <laughs> and that was <laughs> our sweet spot maybe right uh, well, eighty three, eighty four was like the sweet spot for these movies. And I remember watching Blame It on Rio. Now, Blame It on Rio was not a comedy, so to speak, I guess. But Michael Caine was in it. Demi, a young Demi Moore was in it. And the whole premise, uh, I couldn't even really tell you. Uh, but I just remember there was a really beautiful young lady in it that took her clothes off. And um, I still remember the name of that movie, Blame It on Rio. So its I couldn't tell you what the movie was about. Do you have any like that, Obi? Well, um, to me, it was like
0: Porky's was the one that I couldn't uh, tell you what it was about. Um, but to me, I, I'm going to go the other way. Some of the – we I know before the show we talked about one movie that was just a good movie and we didn't – and the gratuitous nakedness you actually forgot, which was Animal House. But another one like that to me that was just a really good movie but had lots of gratuitous nakedness was Stripes. Like they oh. had the – The whole scene where he's watching the naked women, but the rest of the movie is so good that as an adult, you're like, oh, okay, there's the naked women scene. Get me back to them being in training. Where's your drill sergeant? Blown up, sir. And just um, and it's interesting, but on the other hand, hard bodies. I have I have two memories from hard bodies, lots of naked women, and him telling you off in 40 different versions of sign language.
1: I forgot about, they, that. They I were forgot about that. I forgot about that part of hard bodies. Yes, but that that is on the list. Hard bodies, spring break, class. I was telling you before, Zapped Scott Bayo and Heather Thomas. Again, the whole premise of that movie, is Scott Pao. somehow in a, a college lab, he got I don't know, it, 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 almost like a Peter Parker moment, but instead he could like like use like his mind to make things disappear, and he was making girls' tops fly off i mean what is that? what a premise for a movie and wait and so i, I, I just uh quickly just
0: imdb that and he's in it with his partner from the show he from, from his uh charles, charles yeah <laughs> so they went the dude from, from eight is
1: enough the dude from eight is enough
0: yes so they went from zapping women's clothes off to taking
1: care of a young Alyssa milano very good yeah, yeah. Right. yep and then Bachelor Party with Tom Hanks, that was another one, late night comedy that you could watch. Uh, Mischief, which had the you know, former Mrs. Uh, John DeVolta, Kelly Preston in it. So there's just a number of these movies that they were and, out. Again, 83, 84, and we just watched them because that's how, that's what we had to watch. And, and,
0: and, and, and I mean, Tom Hanks, look at Tom Hanks, Bachelor Party, which was just raunchy. And now here he is, the premier actor of his age. Yeah. He got started in 1980s softcore, softcore film porn. You know,
1: was, that's where he, he he got his up and going from. Well, so there's another name out there too, right? We didn't even get to this. Maybe we can, this will be uh, one we can end on or, or maybe not, but Risky Business with Tom Cruise, right? So Tom Cruise has a number of moves, uh, movies though, right? That had some of this stuff in it, right? You had Risky Business, you had all the right moves. You had Losing It with the... Uh, with the kid who played center field for the uh, Bad News Bears, right? I mean, yeah. these movies that Tom Cruise was in early on in his career that were all in this teen comedy category. And, but the thing is, other than risky, risky Business, they were all already
0: a little better of a movie than some of these other ones we talked about. They had less, already less gratuitous uh, sexuality and more other things and even movie losing it which is about losing your virginity had less than in my mind now maybe it's we're older we're watching it and there's more to to grasp on as a child now that you're 7 16 17 as opposed to 12 and 13 but it felt like there was less of that in there uh in those movies um there was one other movie i just mm, went in and out oh The only other thing is, I know, and I don't know the names of any of them, there were ski movies about them, too. Like There was all the genres.
1: Hot Dog dog the movie.
0: Yes, yes, Hot Dog the movie. So yeah, and then, you know, so whatever the genre was, they had a way of getting it. And uh, the other movies that were big, uh, that had less gratuitous, were, of course, uh, the vacation movies. uh, And... uh, you did have him chasing Christy Brinkley. So you had a more well-known woman, but she did not go and get naked when he jumps in the pool after. her.
1: No, but I think we were all thinking when she was going to jump into the pool uh, that we were going to get to see that. So if that was any other movie, we would have seen it, or maybe if it was any other actress other than Christy Brinkley, right? I mean, yeah. that had a lot to do with it too. Yeah. The vacation movies were great. I think, you know, there's just, I think if you try to transition from that genre, right. And like, our whole point is they don't make them like that anymore. I would say the only one that I can think of in recent memory that was anywhere near that was like an American Pie or The Hangover movies, right? I mean, those were a couple movies that probably pushed the boundaries further than maybe you can even push them today. Uh, so interestingly enough, we've been
0: watching The Hangover movies recently. Uh, for you know, My kid's just that age now. My younger kid, just that age where he's like he, he's into The Hangover movies. And there's innuendo uh, and even discussion uh, of, you know, the uh, in The Hangover 2, he talks about how he had sex with a man. But there's no – there's not really – when you're it on regular TV, you're not missing any part of the movie. It's not getting – you know, you don't lose enough of the movie to make it like, huh, where if you try to put Porky's on TV, you'd be like, I missed three – they cut three
1: scenes. It was just – Porky's becomes a 30-minute uh, sitcom when you put it on TV. <laughs> right, but, but still with no plot. I mean, it goes back to when you see Fast Times at Ridgemont Time on regular TV. I think my favorite dubbing line is when uh, Lincoln gets out, you know, when uh, the guy gets out of his car and uh, Ramon says, hey, that, I know him. That's, that's his car. He got it from the boosters. And he looks at him and, then you know, he, he goes, don't fool with it. That's obviously not the way it was in the movie. But it's just hilarious because his lips clearly aren't saying, Fool with it. But dang, we could do a whole show on great dubbing lines. How'd you get that scar? Eating pineapples. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so again, I think the Hangover movies are, are some great movies. I think American Pie was a, definitely a throwback to these 80 movies that we're talking about. Um, but then you get into these other movies like Super uh, and there's another, you know, that, that would be considered the teen rated R comedies of, of this generation. Good movies. Don't get me wrong. I Super Bad and I think McLovin. I mean, who doesn't still talk about McLovin to this day? Just not the same, though. It's not I mean, and I think there's probably a lot of other reasons. But you think if you're 12, 13 years old, when Superbad comes out, you really got screwed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because like Superbad and. Uh, losing it
0: have very similar storylines like a guy's trying to go and get it from somebody um but what they show you know i'm sure the explicit the explicitness is different they don't show it there's a lot more conversation about it there's but they don't just give you here's your 30 seconds um because even um what's that movie knocked up right and Knocked Up, they talk about how they're having a website of when you can see breasts in the movie. And I know that site actually exists somewhere. They mentioned it in the movie. Yeah. I would bet that you would find a lot more hits on these 80s movies than you would in
1: 90s movies or aughts movies are of mainstream movies. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I guess the one thing that in, in today's day and age is taking it up a notch is these uh, TV shows on HBO and Netflix now, I think there's a lot there, right? Maybe not in the movies anymore, but it's on the it's on the TV shows right? Game of Thrones, right? That's a I didn't really watch that show, but I do know that if you turn it on every once in a while, uh, on uh, Game of Thrones,
0: nudity was at, to the point where it became they they actually you know when sometimes you your actresses actors say, Oh, uh, and especially the ones we grew up with. Oh, I would do a new scene if it made sense in the movie. And there is a scene in in, they have, I can't remember the actress, uh, Lena marching through town naked, full frontal nudity. But it makes sense in the show. Like I could, it would be real hard for an actor or actress to say, oh, that's not part of the plot. No, it is. The woman is being, you know, so yes, uh, HBO is a great place for it now, which is, you know, well, we grew up, not grew up, when we were in school, you had Skinamax. That literally was just these these movies that we're talking about up a level in terms of their nudity, down a level in terms of their story. But there it was. There was that one, Dinosaur Island, I remember us always talking about, where the dinosaur was literally a finger. I don't know if you... You're like, oh, wait, 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 downstairs in my room watching Skinamax. Come on now. Um, so yes, I mean, these movies have found a place. They're just not like Porky's was a mainstream movie, uh, Revenge the to the Nerds in the theaters. Yeah, they were in theaters and were like popular movies that people were expected to go see, and so this art form, if you will, is still around. It's just not um, going to be what you plan on watching with the uh, you know somebody in the movie theater, whether it's a date or your pals or
1: whomever. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So, Obie, let's uh, let's transition to uh, back in the day. You know, we both had a vacation this week and I know you're going to talk a little bit more about yours later. But, you know, I'm at the beach this week and I'm just remembering back in the day uh, I'd go to the beach and I actually hated it. I hated it when I was a kid. And I and I realized that this trip why I hated the beach when I was a kid. And it's because my parents, we we, we didn't even, we didn't bring chairs. We didn't bring a cooler. We didn't bring, oh, we brought towels. That was it. We brought towels to the beach, SPF 15. And then we stayed there like all day baking in the sun. And I'm, I'm. if you ever were to see this, I'm very fair. So I would end up getting burnt like a lobster. Uh, and I, I don't know. I just hated the sand. Sand got everywhere. Apparently we didn't know about outdoor showers back then. So I just, sand was, I, maybe we just drove home. I don't know. I was uncomfortable. I hated the beach you know now that i'm an adult and have my own family come to the beach much more prepared big umbrella coolers chairs all of it right i can sit at the beach all day long i got beverages i am set but man do i hate packing that up after a long day at the beach and carrying it back in the heat of the sun so i don't know i that's the cranky part of me i know why when i was 12 i hated the beach and now i know there you know there's a lot of sacrifice that goes into enjoying yourself for a couple hours
0: So like you said, for uh, those of you who know what Trout Lake Club is, there will be a whole separate back in the day about Trout Lake Club and my recent experience. But I also recently went to the beach, and you're 100% right. I had to take three kids to the beach. I had on me four chairs, an umbrella, a little hutch thing, a cooler bag. They each had a bag, extra towels, goggles, the SPF 50, I think we may even have had bug spray just in case, chips and the money to go on the boardwalk. When I when my mother took me to the beach, it was a towel, and SPF 15, and enjoy yourself for the whole day here. We used to go to Sandy Hook, for anyone who knows where that is in New Jersey, that isn't even a boardwalk. It was just the beach and the ocean. Go learn to body surf leave me alone. I don't know what my mother was doing. Well, I do know my mom uh, is a, is a, a generation before us. And that generation, everybody, they just can right? That's what they did. They, they did that. they sat in the sun and they loved it. So they didn't even think about a towel. And like, I, like we said, SPS 15, <laughs> that's it. That, that should keep you, that should give you a good color,
1: not stay pale, young man. <laughs> oh, I got good color. You know you had to go red and then blister sometimes i mean that's that's why i hated the beach yeah. just hated it but uh you know i, I like it now but I, I truly let's let's be honest the reason i really like the beach now is uh you know you, you got the cooler you gotta have the cooler without the cooler i probably wouldn't like the beach either it wouldn't be worth packing everything up it's kind of like a tailgate with waves yeah oh yes i mean one thing i've
0: always loved is the ocean i'm like one of those guys who, like in the fall loves to head down the ocean uh, when it's too cold to be in the water, but pull up my, wear a pair of sweats, pull them up above my knees and stay in that one foot area and just watch the ocean. I could do that for hours. Always have. Um, but yeah, in the summer, when the sa- you go to the ocean, your body surfing, sand gets in crevices you didn't know you had as a young boy and it's just you're aching and you're, you're chafing. You're just like, wow, this is, this is something. And now you're right. You just go and you sit and you chill and you're just like, and both of us have children who are of the age who can handle themselves at the ocean with the lifeguard watching and we're like, Oh, it's time to go home. Great.
1: Thanks for letting me know. Uh, we're going to have to wait an hour. <laughs> going to have to wait an hour. And then, and then yeah, every, you never go home when the kids want to go home because what they don't realize is they're going to just leave. Right. Yeah. I got to pack everything up. So I got to be good and ready to pack everything up and go. So you talked about the chafing. I think that's another thing. That I used to hate about the beach is the chafing because the salt water, the sand, all mixed together, just friction, right? Creates yeah. friction. So down here this week, and we found this thing called Beach Defender. It's like a little roll-on. And uh, you know, one of the claims to fame is it stops chub rub, um, also known as chafing. And uh let me tell you, it's a miracle product. We bought that, and uh let, let's just put it this way: that's the least of my worries this week. That is good. That is good to hear. I, uh, I uh, don't
0: know what product that my wife bought me, but she did find something that surfers suggested.
1: And uh, yes, before you go down to the beach, you take care of your goods. And- yeah, let's put it this way. I might have to buy stock in this Beach Defender because it <laughs> is, and first of all, they should be our first uh, sponsor of this podcast because I'm talking about, but it, it's a miracle product, miracle product. I am writing it down now to add to the beach bag is beach defender. Yeah. I'm going to have to tweet it out. That picture is going to be tweeted out with the link to this podcast. Because, yes, when I went down to the shore
0: uh, with my uh, brother's children and my son uh, last week, in addition to just being an old man, I was like, I'm only going to ride. Like, I, I was like, I'm only going in the water for 15 minutes because I don't want to deal with what that means if I'm in there too much longer. I was in less because uh, I just am old. But yeah, that's like, you can't be in the water forever because you come out of the water you're like,
1: how did I get, oh, salt, because salt is abrasive. It's the salt, but you get Beach Defender, you'll be all set. All right. So, so Obi, we're looking forward to to, to your rant on uh, your vacation uh, in your, your first solo. Everyone should know we're not breaking up. We're just going to try to some new things. So you're going to do a solo rant on that. So uh, we'll we'll make sure we market that and put that out there for everybody to listen to. But it makes me think about uh, as you know we were talking about those movies before. Makes me think about whatever happened to illegal cable boxes. Oh, those were the days.
0: Those were the days. You just got the box or you knew a guy, and then you had you went from having no channels. Uh, to everything and everything was good back in the day because uh there was no internet but there was the playboy channel
1: <laughs> and you didn't have to watch it all blurred anymore once you got that illegal cable box yes yes because
0: you had those <laughs> yeah. nights where you were young you're like what was that what was that the screen was all fuzzy but not with the illegal cable box um you know i do think You know, you brought up this as the subject we were going to talk about, and I didn't have an answer for you, but I know what happened to illegal cable boxes. They have been replaced by sharing Netflix passwords. You share the Netflix password. You share the HBO Max password. You're just
1: sharing the passwords, and that's what has replaced the illegal cable boxes. You're probably right about that. Now I think Netflix and all those others are – Are tracking down on that, but you're right. We all knew a guy, right? We had a guy, and you found out your buddy. Oh, who's your guy? Oh, I got. And then you, you know, like 150 bucks, man. You were set up, and it. And by the way, it wasn't even about saving the money. It was just about having access to everything. Yeah, you used to. You. It's like you were still
0: paying for your HBO. You didn't call up the cable company and cancel your cable. You still had your HBO and and your regular and your, you know, your package, and then you had. These are the channels my buddy gave me. And I'm not going to, and and people would be like, well, cancel your HBO. I'm not going to do that. What if the box gets, what if the box gets caught? They could send the
1: signal through the line. They'll they'll, they'll fry your box. So that was like the great thing, like at the end of them, I think that's how they were catching people, right? Or at least that was maybe the, the old wives tale. They would send that signal through the box. And then you had these, and then your box would stop working. And then you had a bunch of idiots out there who I don't, I, it's kind of like the drug dealer who calls the cops and says they just got ripped off. You know, like people would call the cable company and tell the cable company their illegal cable box wasn't working anymore. Like who does that? But people were doing it. Like they would catch stupid people that way. Absolutely. You're, you're right. People would be like, uh, maybe they forgot their box was illegal.
0: I, I used to have this channel. Now I don't yet. Yeah, Cause we caught you you never had that channel. Well, I was getting it because yeah, what box do you have? Uh, PR372.
1: Yeah, we don't make the PR 372. That's not our box. Yeah, yeah. and I guess it could be because the, the husband got the you know got the box and didn't tell the wife, and then the wife got used to it, and then the wife called, or or just there's stupid people in this world. I think it. I'm gonna go with stupid people, but there probably was some times where. The husband didn't tell the wife because the wife would get mad at him and then she went and routed the team out.
0: I, I, I'm going to go with 95% with stupid people. 5% were people who didn't communicate properly with everyone in their house, which makes them stupid people. So
1: 100% <laughs> stupid people. Yeah, I would think so, Obi. Obi, that is for sure. Oh. All right, I think that's it for this week, right?
0: Absolutely. You know, And, and that ending just helps everyone to remember that The charm is that we suck because we had no way of ending the show from that point. Thank you for listening. Remember like us, rate us, share us with your friends. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. I'm Obi that said, and this has been drinking from the garden. hose.